And folks, you are listening to the Biscuits and Gravy Show with myself, Jason Kurtman, and my regular co-host, Jim. Can I have some chopsticks with this, please? Nelson, how are you doing today, Jim? And I'm still doing better, better than, than I deserve. I, oh, yeah. I, I got to yeah, keep remembering to change that question <laughs> up. I really do, because that's all I get from you, just about. Except for that right, one time, right. there was that one time that I asked you how you were doing, and you, or I asked you on a scale of one to ten, how is your day? And uh, I got you on that one, didn't I? What did I say? Purple? Uh, no, you said, uh, I think eight was your answer. <laughs> no, you said 11. That was your answer. That was your answer. Hey, um, let's do the start out with the shout outs. I'll let you go with yours. Uh, well, uh, Christy's listening in, Cullen and Austin up in Saginaw, Michigan. There's yeah, and I did find the song by Saginaw uh, by Saginaw, Michigan about Saginaw, Michigan a couple of weeks back. So um, I'm wearing my if you don't, I don't know if you can see it on the webcam, folks. Those of you who are listening to the podcast, this is pre-recorded, but we decided to do something different on my Facebook page. We're going live with this, so. That's why we might be interacting with some folks throughout uh, the broadcast. Uh, but you can always pick it up uh, on, you remember our website, Jim? Vintagebiscuits.com. Oh, yeah. vintage, that's yes. right. And, and the, our fantastic website.com goes to our old fantastic website. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to update that this week to go to the new one as well. So, um, yeah, you, Jim called me before the show, and lo and behold, he's, he snuck a guest in on our phone <laughs> conversation. <laughs> Christy, which I'm, I'm Facebook friends with Christy, uh, but I never talked to her on the phone, so that was rather interesting. Thank you for that experience, Jim. I really appreciate it. <clears throat> so, and, and no sarcasm there at all whatsoever. So, yeah, you were going to say, say that again? I missed that part. No sarcasm there whatsoever. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, no, th- no. Thank you for the interview. <laughs> Christie's, Christie's is a, is a nice person. Um, she uh, went to one of uh, the rival high schools of my high school. Hey, Keith Estes is online. He used to listen to the Jason Kirkman Show live edition years ago. Hello, brother Keith. It's uh, good to have you in the chat room watching the camera. Um, so I got my Cardinal shirt in the mail yesterday. I my I left it at my dad's house, and it's every Friday is Red Shirt Day at work. And then we have Jersey Day, so I was really glad to get that back. So I want to give a shout out right now. I, I don't, you know, usually I have a shout out that goes to uh, somebody specific, but not this time. This week's shout out goes to the people that I call show business people, but it's not who you'd think. I'm talking about people who are always put on that they are happy people, and they and they are, but not everybody is happy 100% of the time. And, you know, I, I consider myself to be that way. I, I'm really upbeat and happy, but there are times um, when I get uh, sad or or even, here's a good emotion for you, angry. Uh, that happens on occasion. Um, and I won't get into why because that would just put a downer on the show. But I, I think that a lot of happy people um, could be the world's greatest actors. They're show business people. So, anyway. So that's that's uh, that's my shout out. I got oh Jim, we had the contest last week on the Big Basin contest. No, BigBasinContest.com. Uh, we yes. gave, we gave away a bunch of hamburger steaks from Omaha Steaks, and we gave away a Roku. Uh, I started to say screaming, but it's a streaming television player. Um, I will announce those winners now. They've already well, um, one is receiving their prize Monday. The other one already has. 
Um, the guy I gave the shout-out to last week was Mitchell Stufflebeam, and he actually uh, won the stakes. So um, he will be receiving those Monday. The other winner was uh, Miss Heather uh, from here in Alamogordo, and she came by and picked up her Roku streaming player. That's another place that you can listen to Paul Chez Sanchez's show and the Biscuits and Gravy show. I got a lot of videos on there, too, but thebigbasin.com now has its own um, Roku channel, and there's a lot of good stuff on there. A lot of good stuff. Um, so, Paul Chez Sanchez, Master Sergeant Retired, um, he puts a lot of good content on uh, our Facebook page at the Big Basin uh, Facebook page. He does a great job. So, Jim, I hear you typing away in the background. Let's go on to our weekly quotes. And I got to tell you, Christy knows about this. I let the cat out of the bag. We usually play this thing called um, Who Said It? Well, this week we're doing something different. We're playing a game called Who Did It? So this will be interesting. Uh, but we're going to start off with the quotes. Jim, do you have de- de- demotivational quotes again this week? Uh, I don't know. They're just kind of funny. Okay. Well, let's go with yours. They're like some one-liners. Okay. Go for it. Okay. Um, says, my grandpa started walking five miles a day when he was 60. He's now 97 years old, and we have no clue where he is. <laughs> okay. I think I've heard that from um, somewhere, but that's pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Uh... Another one, I guess this would be kind of a demotivational one. It says, I, I just got 30 minutes of cardio trying to pick up an ice cube off the kitchen floor. There is nothing more aggravating than that. <laughs> and I'll tell you why. Because every time that I've dropped an ice cube on the floor, I always break the 10-second rule. Just oh, kidding. No. Yeah, just kidding. No, I wouldn't use an ice cube off the kitchen floor. So, okay. What do you got? What else do you have for us? Okay, we've got... If you don't like me, remember, it's mind over matter. I don't mind, and you don't matter. <laughs> okay. Or, yeah. or uh, along that same theme, I would like to apologize to anyone whom I haven't offended yet. Please be patient. I will be with you shortly. You know, it's impossible to not offend anybody. So, I mean, you know what I mean. You can't please everybody. That's what I'm trying to say. You can't please everybody. No, I think a good faith effort is nice, but... yeah, Yeah. You know, you know, in the course of the day, somebody's not going to be happy with you. Right. Um, okay. So let's go. go uh, you got another one? You, oh, uh, if you can't remember my name, just say chocolate and I'll turn around. Okay. <laughs> chocolate. Okay. I got a feeling, Jim, that a woman was the one that originally said that. <laughs> that could be stereotyping the uh, fair gender. Maybe Crystal will say anything. Oh, yeah. So uh, anyway. Christy says, live dangerously, eat the cube. <laughs> anyway, that's okay. I'll pass. When it comes to dirty ice cubes, there's not a greedy bone in my body. Uh, well. So, so um, Chess says he's offended that I spoke about offending people. This is fun. We're going to have to do this more often. So, okay. Um, okay, I'll give you my quotes. I got to thinking about uh, sleeping and insomnia this week, uh, a problem that I suffer slightly with. Um, so here's these are kind of demotivational, but I saw this. This was by Edgar Allan Poe. So any quote by Edgar Allan Poe is going to be interesting, whether you like it or not. Um, <laughs> sleep, those little slices of death, how I loathe them. That's almost oh, a wow. demotivational quote. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So 
Um, here's a good one. A guy by the name of Albert Camus. Some people talk in their sleep, but lecturers talk while other people sleep. <laughs> yes. Yes. So what was it? Somebody said uh, giving a speech was a lot like working in a bicycle factory. The longer the spoke, the bigger the tire. Yeah, so, there you go. Okay. Um, this is something that I found interesting. A guy by the name of Avery Sawyer in uh, something called Notes to Self wrote, I think insomnia is a sign that a person is interesting. And I think that is true to some extent because I know like me, when I can't sleep, um, I'm, us I'm constantly thinking of 100 million ideas in the back of my head of things I can do next, projects I can work on, or um, who I can play dirty tricks on, or something like that. So I'm always thinking of something in the back of my mind. So I think there's some truth to that. What do you think? Yeah, pretty much. Something always going on in the back of your mind. I, I saw, it, I heard a quote uh, very similar to that. Said something along the lines of, "Smile, people will wonder what you're up to." Yeah, yeah. That's. I think Mark Twain was the originator of that. So, ah. um, okay. Let's see. One more quote. And I just took a test and found out that I'm an extrovert. I plan on having a large party to discuss this with all my friends. <laughs> that was from me. Um, I actually said that a couple of years ago after I took an online test uh, about extroverts. I didn't know if I was an extrovert. I should have known, but, you know. Anyway, uh, you're ready to play. The Normally we play Who Said It, and now it's time for a little twist on the, the game. It's called Who Did It? And I'll tell you what, Jim, since we're interac interactive in the chat room, um, I always give clues because a lot of people don't get these right off the bat. Um, so I'll give clues and see if anybody in the chat room can guess it. And then we'll call it. We'll just call it and give the answer if anybody can't give it. But Jim always gets first crack because this is this is Jim's game. So um, <laughs> when I tell you to start typing in the chat room, if you want to give your guess, then you can. Okay, here's the first question. Who did it? Who wrote, I am stuck on Band-Aid because Band-Aid's stuck on me? Remember that song? Yeah, yeah, I do remember it. I, oh goodness, I, I don't know. Um, I haven't a clue. Okay, all right, since Jim doesn't have a clue, those in the chat room, if you want to venture a guess, I will let you do so now. Here is the first hint. He shares his first name with the nickname of the president. It was not the Russians, Keith. No. <laughs> Keith says it was the Russians. All right. Does that name of the president. He, he shares his first name with a nickname of the president. The current president. Okay. Nobody's venturing a guess in the chat room. I think their fingers are scared. Okay. Barry. Ma Wait. Oh. Barry Manilow? Yes, Barry Manilow, and he was not a Are Russian. Are you kidding me? It was Barry Manilow. Okay. I'm, I'm, <laughs> one for one, Jim. Wow. Paul, Paul just says it was Don Knotts. No, it was not Don Knotts. <laughs> well, so, you know. You got to nip it in the bud and put the Band-Aid on the elbow. Anyway, um, here's a good reflexes. one. Who, along with his brother and a team of engineers developed a machine to clean up oil spills in the ocean. Any Who, idea? Along with his brother. 
Yes. His brother's not famous, but he is. Okay, folks, if you want to jump in the chat room, take a wild wow. stab at it. Okay, I'm going to give you a hint. I need, like, thinking music This here. is the only good thing that he ever had to do with ocean or water. Um, he, he did a project that involved water sometime before, and it was a major flop. Major flop. He was a movie star. A movie star. We're having it's, fun now, folks. Wait, 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 wait. Are you talking? You're not talking about Kevin Costner. Give the man a lady in the balcony. He's got it. Kevin uh, Costner. Are you kidding me? No. Waterworld. Wow. Yes. Good connection there, Jim. And oh, Paul Chess Sanchez got it, too. He typed it in, too. <laughs> All right. Because I think we got a little bit of a delay. So, anyway. All right. What famous comedian? You got two for two this week. That's pretty good, Jim. <laughs> That's unheard of. What famous <laughs> comedian co-invented the heart rate monitor? Yes, famous Paul. comedian. Good job, Paul. Paul heart says he called it before you did. So, um, invented comedian co-invented. Co yes, co-invented the heart monitor. Oh, wait, there's a comedian. Wait, 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 wait. There's a comedian that had, like, some kind of a PhD in a bunch of stuff. Nope. And I can't think of who it was. No? I'll give you, okay. an, I'll give you a hint. If anybody gets it, jump in. I'll try to read it before uh, Jim gets it. What uh, he was, he always worked in a group. Always did. Worked with other comedians. They made movies a long, long time ago. A very long oh. time ago. Oh, okay. Uh, I feel like we're talking about somebody off a of hee-haw. Nope. Longer. Further no? back. I'll give you another Further hint. back. One of the people that he was in this group with a long time ago hosted a game show. This is fun now. Jim is playing Who Did It. We've got six people in the chat room right now as we're live. We're playing, we, we normally play, while he's thinking about this, we normally play wow. Who Said It, and today we're playing Who Did It. I give the questions, and we try to get, see if Jim gets the answers. Shimp. Uh, no, game. it wasn't Shimp or the Little Rascals. Uh, let's see. Oh, Paul, you're very warm. I will, I will give you a hint, because Paul says one of the Marx Brothers. Oh, What's my what, wait? What's my what's my line? That was the name of the game show hosted Groucho by Groucho Marx. Marx. Which one of the Marx brothers co-invented the heart monitor? Oh, I'll give you a hint. It almost sounds like a lighter, a brand of a lighter. I know Paul's going to get this. <laughs> it wasn't Curly. No, Curly wasn't one of the Marx brothers. Wow, Zeppo. I should. It was Zeppo. Zeppo. Oh, yeah. I'm so... No. Hey, you're fine. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm feeling kind of slow now. Okay. This is a really good one. This is a modern-day celebrity. I don't think she's been in anything in a while. Um, who invented a disposable diaper that had a pocket that kept fresh wet wipes in it? That's just scary. <laughs> um, oh, come on. Who was the... Well... She, I don't think she's with us anymore. Who was the no. who's the one that hosted the uh, Johnny Carson show there for a while? I'm not sure who you're referring to. Um, let me give you a hint. This person starred in at least one movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger. 
Oh, this is painful. Uh, <laughs> you get a half a point, Paul. <laughs> start in with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay, uh, another hint. In uh -uh. the I'm late right. 70s, early 80s, she starred in a horror film, I believe. Pretty sure that was the same individual. No, she did not. No, it's not Sigourney, Sigourney Weaver, Weaver. So she didn't. No. Oh, she has a famous father who sings. It's not Joan Rivers. It's not Oprah. Yeah, was, Joan Rivers was the one I was thinking about. <laughs> nope. Um, I don't think her father's with us anymore. Jane Fonda? Nope. Her, no. Henry Fonda sang? No. No. He might uh, have. In the shower. All right, let's see. <laughs> we have a winner. We have a winner online in the chat room. I'm going to give it, Jim. You're, you're, okay, who got it? It was Jamie Lee Curtis and Paul Chez Sanchez wins the prize. So, All right. Okay, now we're up for the last one. Okay. Who invented a fish attractor device that fishermen can set nearby their boats in order to lure fish into approaching a fishing line? The device included multiple means for enticing fish to approach, including a chum container, artificial illumination, and sounds that create an, attract an attractive environment to fish. Um, I'm going to say Eddie Fisher's old man. Eddie Fisher's old man. Okay, no. No, it was no, I don't know. <laughs> That's just bad, Jim. Hey, Connie Cooper's in the chat room. Hello, Connie. So, all right. All right. Um, I'll give you a hint. You know, when you catch fish, most people catch them to eat them. Which means you have to kill the fish. No, Keith, it wasn't uh, red green, but that's a very good guess. This individual, in a in a uh, performance that he did quite regularly for a very long time ago, would have never killed an animal. He loved animals, loved animals, and he was generally seen wearing wearing the color green. No, it was not SpongeBob. Oh, SpongeBob, I know, pants. Captain Kangaroo. No, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, oh, Captain, Mr. Kangaroo. Green Jeans. No, no. Okay, never Think mind. Think all green, <laughs> green boots, green pants, green shirt, green hat. Green hat. Who would wear all green? Who's Perkins? It's Paul Sanchez is Perkins. I don't know who Perkins is. Huel, Huel Perkins. Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom. Right, right. Yes, but no, that was not him. No, Christy, it wasn't Mr. Green Jeans. It wasn't Arlen Perkins. Um, boy, this is so easy. Okay, here's another hint. In in the performance that he did, he was usually carrying something in his hand because it was to cover a deformity in his hand, and um, he he had webbed fingers. In real life. Patrick Duffy, man from Atlantis. I don't know. No. Okay. I know somebody's going to get this out there. Okay. Um, let's see. I'm going to try. Okay. I met a lady in my office today that looked exactly. No, I'm not going to go that because that'll be a dead giveaway. Okay. Um, boy. Um, Bob Dil Dylan? Bob Di Bob Dylan. No. Mort uh, Morton F. No. Um, Bob Dole? No. Okay, um, most of the people in his performance slept in a tent, but he did not. Most of the people in his performance slept in a tent. I'm, I'm trying not to make this too easy. 
His performance. Wait. Yes, go ahead. No, it's starting to sound like a like a kid show with no, a bunch no. of kids camping no. or something. The show had a very political statement and agenda to it, even though it was a comedy. Okay. Um, let's see. The performance he had included a kind of a sidekick for a little while who liked to wear women's dresses. <laughs> wait a second. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, oh, no, I got this. I got this. Uh, okay, back to the original question it because is. we've gone so long. Who invented a yeah, device yeah. that uh, fishermen can set nearby their boats to uh, lure fish in? Um, and he had a sidekick. Give us the decade. Oh, uh, we have a winner. We have a winner. Now, Sherman T. Potter. You're close. It was one of his uh, one of his young men. It was Mash. Um, it was in the show. Adam Mash. Alda. It was not Adam. Adam. Um, is that his name? Alan Alda. Alan. No, nope, it was not Alda. him. But it was one of the characters. Uh. Paul's getting warm. Wait. 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 You're not. You're not talking about the gentleman that just passed away this week, are you? No, I wasn't aware any of them passed away. Father Mokay, he just no, passed away. No, it was away. not him. And we have a winner in the screen. Okay. Uh, it was the guy that played Radar, but what was his name? Oh, my goodness. Boy, this is a good one. I, like, almost, I almost had it for a second. Ah! Okay. Without looking it up, it's one of those names that I you... Can't. I can I'm going to give it out, because I don't Okay. Think. Gary Burhoff. I, I think I pronounced that right. Okay. Yep, that was him. Whew. So, good job, Jim. Good job, audience. That was fantastic. <coughs> so, what we decided to do tonight is this is the night that Jim and I usually uh, record the Biscuits and Gravy show. Um, so, I decided to live broadcast my end of it. That's what uh, the people on Facebook are watching right now. And so, you're, you're getting a, a, a sample, an hors d'oeuvre, so to speak. So... Keith says now he wants a great knee high. Okay. Paul Ches got it for the half point. Yep. Wasn't Gary Cooper. It was Gary Burhoff. So, um, let's see. Oh, let's. it's time to handle some business, Jim. Um, we got some business? We, we got some business to do. Of course, uh, our program is sponsored by sudsysopery.com. Uh, great products. I, I got a new package yesterday. <clears throat> I, uh, I couldn't tell you right off what I got. They've got so many different soaps and everything. I just love them. Um, homemade soaps, as homemade as you can get. Um, great products. Go to sudsysopery.com. There is a discount code. I don't get, um, I don't really get any money for offering this, but it's uh, the discount code they gave it to me is uh, the word Jason. Uh, you can get a 10% discount there. And you can also go, if you like the products that much, go to mysudsycrate.com and get a subscription to their products um, that you don't have to renew every month. That's what I did. I love the products. Um, Again, our website uh, is ourfantasticwebsite.com. Uh, that's the old website, the new site website, which I, I like it. It pops. It's vintagebiscuits.com. And then, of course, uh, the main website is thebigbasin.com. And for those who will be listening, the Leading Edge Radio Network. This program airs every, seven, every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. So, um, let's see. What else do we have? If you want to send us a text, uh, we will read it, 803-615-4041. And don't forget that you can still, even though we gave away the prizes last time, Jim, 
We're going to give away some new ones in the near future. Just go to BigBasinContest.com. I'm trying to decide right now what I'm going to, what we're going to give away. I'm thinking a package that will be um, a related to picnics, maybe a big basket with, you know, some picnic items in it. So, anyway, um, let's see. Did we? Did we already? Yeah, fine, we already, a, a fine selection of barbecue sauce. Barbecue sauce, um, ant killer, or some, I don't know, just, you know, something to put in there. <laughs> uh, they're asking for the text number again. The text number is 803-615-4041. So, there you go. 803-615-4041. That's our text number. So, uh, let's uh, get on to... Now, this is what we do, folks. For some of you who have never heard this show before, this is called the Biscuits and Gravy Show for... Basically, two reasons. Jim is the biscuits. I am the gravy. And what that means is um, we kind of compare ourselves, I guess, to Martin and Lewis. Jim is Martin. <laughs> I, I'm Jerry. So. Um, hey, lady. Yeah, exactly. You're a nice lady. Um, so that's the way it goes. So what we do is we delve into some serious subjects. And, and I will, because it's just who I am, jump in and give some comedy com- relief. Comedy relief. And then we will get into um, some subjects that are what we call the gravy. Just silly stuff. We've got, uh, let's see, Joe, that guy, Martin, is a regular contributor to the show. And um, we, we will get, he, he offered some ideas for some segments that we'll get into. But let's get into uh, a couple of the biscuits right now. So here's, uh, here's the first one. Uh, this comes from the Conservative Tribune, Jim. The U.S. Navy air, uh, aircraft carriers... Um, at least as of a couple of days ago, are no longer at sea. They've been docked the first time since World War II, uh, by order of, from what I understand, by order of President Barry Obama. Get the connection okay. now, don't you? Okay. What's your thoughts on that? You think now is a good time uh, to be uh, decreasing our national security? No, not on a, not on a number of levels, but I. I I'd be at least interested to find out what the rationale is. Yeah, um, I, I really don't know. Um, I, I don't think there could be a rationale for it. I, I don't think there's yeah. any. You know, um, if you got to repair kinda... one, I'm sure all not all of them have to be repaired all at the same time. Um, it just doesn't make sense. So uh, another thing that we go ahead, Jim. No, you're right. It's kind. It's kind of like it's kind of like saying, uh, "What's what's the rationale for a sharp stick in the you know sticking a sharp stick in your own eye?" Um, yeah, there 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 isn't one. Okay, I'm so, just I'm I'm at a loss. Here's the here's the guy. Here's the newsman himself. He has responded. He said that is correct, but it's due to overextended missions, not a choice by Barry. Okay, fair enough. Um, why can't they send relief people out there and at least get those ships out there for a little bit? Ches would know more about this. He's the military man. Um, or cycle. I, I just or cycle which ones. Right. You know, bring, bring the ones that are most in need of relief first and just cycle them, cycle them, uh, cycle them out like that. Okay. Yeah, it seems like there could be something done to keep that from happening. Um, I, I just know right now we're, we're in a very, very... Um, critical time in our country we've got the the russians mad at our current president uh because of the things that he said and done you know i i thought that um president obama um i I thought it was pretty child to to pull the um 
what's the word the ambassadors uh, from Russia, the other dignitaries out of our country and send them home. Um, I thought that was kind of childish. I don't think there was a point behind it other other than his own propagandic agenda. But um, I, I mean, thought, that's the kind of thing you do after you declare war, right? Isn't it? Well, generally, yes, or right before war. Um, however, I thought uh, Mr. Putin kind of uh, came out as the bigger man because he came out and said, I'm not going to do that. So, um, but anyway, yeah. He's, he's, he's not going to do what? He's not pulling the Americans out of the, Russia for that. He kind of he came out and said, no, we're not going to do what they did. And I, I think the, the reason behind that is he knows what's fixing to happen coming up here in just a, a couple of weeks, um, less than a couple of weeks. So... Paul Chess Sanchez says Putin is the bigger man. It it doesn't take much, does it, Paul? So, um, and, and not only that, with Russia being mad, now we've got not these days. Yeah, now we've got Israel being upset with some of the recent actions of the United Nations. You know, and Barack Obama, they're saying he's got a hand in a lot of that too. Um, and then there's Trump over there in the corner, you know, dusting off his comb. Um, saying just hang on i'm almost there just hang on so <laughs> dusting you know, off his comb yeah what else would he be doing i know i'm just kidding you know he's, <laughs> he's doing a lot of things right now so anyway um let's see we're 32 minutes into this show or so something somewhere along that so we'd like to keep an eye on the time so um i agree um paul Chez sanchez says that barry really did did a number on israel so um Here's a, here's a news story. Texas is now suing the federal government over a ban on uh, the drugs that are used for lethal injections. Texas is suing over... Yeah, f- the federal government has banned the, the drugs normally used in lethal eject, uh, injections. The federal government's banned them. And now Texas, who's quite known for um, their number of executions, at least they have been in the past... Um, they can't do them right now, not, at least not with the prescribed method by law, um, unless there's an alternative that I don't know about, and I'd rather not know about, if you know what I mean. But, yeah, so that's that's something going on right now. It, I don't know. Maybe Paul can tell us something about that, if that's an Obama thing or a DEA thing or what. I don't know. So, Christy says, love Texas. I do, too. And the people down there listening in on Leading Edge Radio Network, based out of Dallas, good people. They really are. I tell you what, Greg's a, Greg, the CEO down there, is just a, a fantastic guy. So um, here's another good one, too. There's a picture of, and I'm pulling it up right now on another website. There is a picture that went viral of a woman, I believe it was in New Jersey, was taxed 50% on a uh, um, a soft drink, I think it was a soft drink, or it might have been a water, uh, because of the tax that the their local governments put on drinks that were supposed to be deemed um, unhealthy, like sodas and stuff. You know, like in New York and some places, I've heard that they've banned like the big gulp drinks and stuff like that. Right. Speaking right. of which, excuse me, because the government's the government's going to help you uh, make decisions because you're too dumb to make them yourself. Right. Yeah. That's the, you know, and the, the, the sad thing is there's a lot of people um, that were like, hey, you know, if, if uh, they'll take care of me, then all I, all I have to do is sit home and play video games or something. So, yeah, it was Philadelphia. 
Paul just says that was Philadelphia. So, yep, I got it right here. That's the day when a new tax on sugary drinks took effect in Philadelphia. Tax cost shoppers 0.015 per ounce for any unhealthy drink like soda or or sweetened iced tea. Boy, I'll tell you what. I learned to drink water real fast at the restaurants, which I do most of the time anyway. Not because it's healthier, but because I'm cheap. <laughs> I am. You know, I because you go to a restaurant... And you're going to pay usually at least a dollar and a half for your soft drink. Some places I've been right. to charge up to $3. Can you imagine paying a 50% tax on a $3 drink? Your drink would be four fifty. for those of you who are pulling out your calculators. So, <laughs> uh, Paul says, what do I get for keeping you on track with your news stories? Here's a big smile for you, Paul. Thanks. So we'll talk later. All right. So, um, yeah. So that's, uh, let's see. Do we have anything? I think that just, oh, here's a good, I meant to read this last week, Jim. Yes. My dad wrote a short article, What I'm Thankful That I Didn't Get for Christmas. And I'll read this real quick. It's just one short paragraph. It was wonderful to celebrate the real reason for Christmas, the gift of God's son at church this past Sunday, and then at home with my family. Well, almost all of his family, because I wasn't there, um, through no fault of his own. It was good to exchange gifts later. I received nice gifts, and I'm thankful for them. But I'm so genuinely thankful for something that I could have gotten that I didn't get, something that could have I could have had this Christmas that I don't have. What is this gift? What is this gift that could have been but wasn't Hillary Clinton as president-elect of the United States? I can't help but wonder how many people there are all across America who are as happy as I am over not getting something for Christmas. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. This is this is where we need one of those tracks where you just have a have a random audience go, yeah. Right. Yep. Absolutely. So I okay, speaking of Christmas, I know you you told me what you got for yourself. Did you get anything else? Jim Jim got a Thompson Chain reference Bible, one of the best types of Bibles you can get. Did you get anything else? I I I did. Um my my friend and martial arts instructor Richard Georgie gave me a uh, a devotional uh, walking with God, which is I I'm calling it a devotional, but it's quotations from the sermons of Doctor Charles Stanley. And I got a few other things. That's old man Stanley's son, right? That's old man Stanley's. I haven't, I haven't my, used that joke in a long time. My my kids got me these these. Uh, uh, I don't know what to call them. Action figures. They're they're like for the right. Disney Infinity video game. Oh yeah. Except that we don't have we don't have the system. They just the the figures were like really really cool. And like one of them is Obi Wan Kenobi with his lightsaber, and the other one's like Captain America. And like my daughter gave me Obi Wan, and my son gave me Captain America. And he's like, they're they're like Papa, this is you. And I'm like, oh, I need a tissue. <laughs> Let me get this straight. You got action figures for Christmas. Well, it's like they're they're like interactive video game. They got a computer chip in them, and you put it on the little pedestal for this video game. Oh, that's interesting. But we, we, but we don't have the system. They just the, the, they they really like the figures. I mean, Captain America, he's sitting there with his shield, with his chest all puffed out. It's, he's awesome. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm, I'm I'm looking at him <laughs> as I'm talking to okay. you. Okay, <laughs> I'm looking around. I don't oh, have and I any got a, action figures in my office here. Let's see. I'm the only action figure I see. 
<laughs> I'm the only action figure I see, and that's in the, in the camera monitor there. So wow. Well, and then uh, if Paul some Chez- good Sanchez friends of mine had gave me a ukulele though, a ukulele. Yes, I got a ukulele. If I want to play the ukulele, I just put my capo on the ninth fret of my guitar. Then you know, you'll get that later. Did I guess? I, I, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you remember when I played guitar in college? Yep. Boy, that was that was embarrassing sometimes. Not that I wasn't good. It's just what I was doing while I was playing guitar. Well, you were doing myself. the Elvis. I, I was. I don't. Well, what's the word? Serenading some of the girls. That's that's what I was trying to do. Yeah, it doesn't but, go over well. It it just doesn't. I, I it never only saw, works in the movies. Did it, but did it ever go over badly? I don't remember it ever going over badly. I mean, the worst well, case scenario is the girl was was just like, okay, that's really nice. I'm not interested. There was a couple of times uh, when and, I heard, and stop, you can't win them all anyways. Now, oh no, <laughs> yeah, but I won't mention her name. So, oh, okay. Keith Elvis is what about your paint by number Elvis? That's actually not a paint by number. That's uh, a velvet rug I bought on the corner from a Muslim. No, I'm just kidding. Not really. Thank you very much. You remember that? 52, We've talked 50. about it before. You remember that time I bought that CB at the Dixieland flea market? Because you are my friend. That's exactly what he said. Normally $50 today because you are my friend. 40 you know, or whatever it was, you know. So, yeah. <laughs> Nothing funner than buying things at a flea market from Middle Eastern people. It's fun. It really is, because you get friends fast, and, <laughs> and supposedly discounts, you know, so, yeah. What Did you ever buy anything there at the Dixieland Flea Market? Oh, it's, if I did, it's, well, it's been a long time ago. I know that I have, uh, back when butterfly knives were legal. Yeah, and I think you bought a couple of Chinese stars there, if I remember. This is why I call him the red-headed ninja, folks. It wouldn't surprise me. That sounds about right. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember that, but I I wouldn't argue the point. There, there was. You remember they used to sell these huge boom boxes down there. Oh, those were, were like awesome. Four feet long and two feet high, and they had every color of LED light on them at least thirty times. Now, see that I could have I could have lived with or without the gigantic, the stupid huge ones. Right. But, um, I mean, these days I wouldn't I wouldn't mind having. Uh, a, a, a a decent boombox like what we used to have. Those things were awesome. Yeah, the decent it's ones. Like, yeah, with a like dual cassette player, AM FM radio. Yeah, see. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about right there. Okay. <laughs> I Jason Jason's got it. Jason's got the hook. I I thought I had a boombox once. I think I was like 13 or 14. And oh no. Yeah, my mom and dad bought me this tape player. Uh, combination tape player radio had an antenna. My sister got one too, which was really cool because I could record songs off the radio, and I love that, you know. Um, so yeah, I never made mixtapes though. Never did that. Um, so <laughs> that just wasn't my thing. Um, but anyway, um, I got that thing, and I was so proud of it. I thought I got a boombox for Christmas. It wasn't even close to a boombox, you know. It only it was mono. It only had one speaker. And if you plugged a set of headphones in, it would come out in both set, sets of the headphones like I'm wearing now, but it was still mono. Uh, there was no, you know, the drums to the left track and the bass and the guitars to the right. So, right. Um, so Chess says he has uh, an Al Sharpton bobblehead, which 
or not Chess, Keith Estes says that he has an Al Sharpton bobblehead. I will tell you, if we were in my office at work, you would see my John McCain doll in the corner, thanks to Chess. Uh, he gave that to me on Stuffed Animal Day at work. Uh, so that was cool, which was really neat, because if you take... I'll have to bring it and show show you, Jim, because if you take the cheeks on John McCain and squish them together, it looks a lot like Bernie. Oh, no. Yeah, it looks a lot like Bernie Sanders. So. Oh, that's painful. No, Chez, I didn't... <laughs> Jez, I did not have mono. I had a mono stereo. So that, that's just wrong, Chez. So Chez is the Snuffleupagus of Alamos. If you if you took Snuffleupagus and Sam Kennison and and kind of mashed them together, that would be Chez. So, which I will say this right now, Chez is one of the most artistic and talented men. Um, I have ever met. He can do things with wood, woodworking, that would make your head spin. Now, Keith does the same thing. Keith Estes, who's in the chat room, I have seen Keith uh, build furniture, cabinets. Ches does more of um, plaques, uh, awards, that sort of thing. He's probably built, built some furniture, too. I don't know. So, anyway. Oh, please let the mono thing go, Christy. <laughs> anyway. Uh, let's see. It's, I think it's time to get into uh, the gravy, right? It's it's time to try the gravy. So all right, all right. So we're gonna get into some of the segments uh, that Joe, that guy Martin, has provided us with. And, and in case you're wondering how he got the nickname that guy, I gave that to him. Um, Joe is a huge fan of the program, and um, there was a, a time. Uh, when um, because I got so busy, I got delayed in posting the podcast. He was so anxious for it. I think that's what it was. Um, he sent me an email. And said, "Look, I hate to be that guy, but I'm really looking forward to your show, and it's not posted." So ever since then, we have called him Joe That Guy Martin. Um, I can't remember his call sign right off the hand, but he's a fellow ham. We've talked on Echo Link, uh, which is another. I'm still telling you, Jim. You still got to get into that. So yes. Oh. Oh, I got to I just got. Okay. Real quick. The artwork that Chez Sanchez was, uh, that he does, you can look at that at the Honored Memories page uh, on Facebook. Got a lot of good pictures there. So, yeah. Um, check that out. You'll be highly impressed, and you may even want to send him, uh, uh, let's see, what's it, a retainer? <laughs> Not one of those things you pull out of your mouth or anything like that. You know, he. I'm just kidding, Chez. Um, Chez does some great work. He really does. So, um, what were you going to say, Jim? Uh, I don't know what I was going to say. the The link to your uh, to the live broadcast. Uh huh. You might you may have it in your settings as uh, for friends only. Yes, I do. Because I've tried to. Uh, okay, I tried to uh, share it with a few of my friends that you are not. It, mutual it friends with it will not work and, and they could yeah. not look at I it. I do that for a reason. Um anything okay. I, anything I post on my wall I want friends only. I've had a couple of people back when I worked in public service. Um I was my Facebook page was set for public anybody could look at it. And the next thing I know, uh stuff I'm being said is being twisted um and republished um basically uh. on a website called topics.com and so um I decided right then and there that I, I was no longer going to do that. So yes, this broadcast is for myself. Uh, but I got an I got an idea. Next time, we might try something a little different. So okay, yeah, we might we might. Uh, so anyway, um, the good deed of the week. 
Jim, have you heard of any good deeds this week? Hmm. I, I haven't. We talked about the one last week where the way uh, the gentleman gave a waitress a nine hundred dollar tip to the the pregnant waitress. Great tip. Let's talk about this. Have you ever le- left a big a, a bigger than I won't say big tip because you know that's relative. Have you ever left a bigger tip than you normally do um, just because you felt like you should at the time? I'm sure that I have. It doesn't happen often. Yeah, but but I know that I have. There, I, I do. I, well, this isn't a good deed. This was just making a wrong right. Is uh, I was went to a restaurant one time and realized I had enough money to pay for my meal, but I didn't have enough money for a tip. Oh, I've done that. That's embarrassing. That was very embarrassing. And and I ended up coming back to the restaurant, looked up the the waiter, made sure that I was seated in his area, and made it up to him the next time around, and then cool. told him. No, no, no! I, I, I'm, I'm doing this, I'm doing this because, yeah, I stiffed you on a tip once before, and I'm really sorry about that. Right. But paid him back with interest. Yeah. Because he did, he did take, he did take good care of me. Well, Jackie Gleason once uh, was in a in a restaurant. I think it was Jackie Gleason. He asked the waiter. He says, "What's the biggest tip you ever got?" He said, "I got a hundred dollar tip one time," and Jackie Gleason reached in his wallet, handed him two hundred dollars. The guy's like, "Oh, thanks." He's like, "By the way, who was that stiff that gave you a hundred dollars?" And the guy said, uh, you were, sir. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Great story. Oh, wow. I love that. So, um, <laughs> now he's out $300 because he was competing with himself. So, yeah. And there is a, way, a website, gooddeedtime.com, that gives you ideas to do good deeds uh, on a regular basis. So, gooddeedtime.com. We'll, we'll post that in the blog as a link, too, as well. Um, Joe also... Uh, submitted uh, that we should do a weekly strange but true fact and this is the weekly strange but true fact Mary did indeed have a little lamb whose fleece was white as snow and yes it did follow her to school one day Mary was Mary Sawyer an 11 year old Bostonian whose lamb followed her to school one day in 1817 but who wrote the poem well there's a dispute there a manuscript of the poem was signed by a Sarah Josepha Hale of Philadelphia, and it was dated uh, January 23rd, 1823, and it is still in existence, though it was written much earlier. It was first published in 1830 in an American children's magazine. How cool is that? In the late 1860s, Mary Tyler, last name Sawyer, who was trying to raise money to save an old church in Boston, uh, took a pair of woolen stockings that she uh, that had been made from the famous lamb. She unraveled the wool and sold small pieces of it attached to commemorative, uh, attached to commem, this is a word Paul could do, commemorative, yes, cards, I got my (laughs) nose fixed and now my mouth won't work, at uh, 10 cents a time, uh, a piece. So Mary claimed that it was not Mrs. Hale who had written the poem, but a man named John Rulestone. When Henry Ford bought Mary's school in 1926, he had researchers look into the whole business of it, and on the commemorative paper, I, I got it. Uh, they attribute the first three verses to Rollstone, who and the last one to Hale. So there's the story, the weekly but strange true fact about Mary had a little lamb. So, no, I'm not making things up, Keith. Really. So, all right, boy, there's a lot of stuff on this post. <laughs> okay, strange laws. We we've been getting into this too. Um, Here's pretty crazy. Down in Florida, I picked them from Florida. This is interesting. Florida, it always provides me with a lot of material. Every week on the Jason Kirtman Show, syndicated, um, 
I, I, I tell stories of dumb criminals and things that are going on. 90% of the time, they always come from Florida. I don't know why that is. It is the law in Florida that doors of all public buildings must open outwards. I guess you know which way it swings if you're, you know, that way you don't hit yourself in the nose or whatever. So, or I guess you might in that case. <clears throat> um, you know, well, that for, makes sense. That, that kind of makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. You figure fire code thing. Yeah. I can see that making sense. Anyway, that, that's the law in Fort Lauderdale. That's, that's an old song. That's the law in Fort Lauderdale. Anyway, it's the law in, in Florida. Here's another law in Florida. You know, for, for every stupid law or stupid rule, and I learned this at uh, the mutual college we went to, for every stupid law or stupid rule, there was somebody who did something stupid that caused, um, that caused the powers that be to create the stupid law, to prevent the stupid thing from happening. But in Florida, it is illegal to sell your children. Go figure. Yeah, because that's something we needed somebody to tell us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's been times. Wow. I, I wasn't tempted, but in my mind, I joked about it to myself. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. It, he's not here tonight, so. Um, yeah, so you can't sell your children. There, there are stories of that back during the Great Depression. And during the Dust Bowl of people who did just that, but they didn't do it out of greed or money. They did it so their kids could be taken better care of, for the most part. So, anyway, I used to have a f yeah. used, Well, I still I still have a friend, uh, even though we don't talk that you still often. Still have a friend? Who, okay. I still have one or two. Yeah, I know. Do they know this? Well, just asking. Just asking, that's all, you know. So, anyway, go Feel ahead. Like... Continue. Um, who, who always used to tell us, always used to threaten his kids that he was going to sell them to the gypsies. I yeah. don't know. That just always made me, that that made me giggle. Yeah. So, Keith wants, yeah, to, know if he, the... Keith wants to know if he can spit ta tobacco on the sidewalks in New, in New Mexico. And I'm typing, maybe, ask Chez. <laughs> <laughs> so, I... I don't know. I, I don't know. You never see too many people. Chess says he doubts it. Yeah, I don't. I, you know what? The only t I thought when I move out here, I'd see a lot of spittoons, but I but I haven't. So anyway, um, here's a great story from this week. Um, a world record was set in cycling by a 105 year old man. How fantastic is this? Robert Marchand is a stone-cold savage at 105 years old, at an age when most are grateful just to be able to walk to the bathroom. Yeah, I understand that. The French cyclist set a world record <laughs> Wednesday by pedaling 14 miles in one hour. That's not bad, right? That's, that's a that's pretty a stiff pace. That is, yeah. That, that is, because, I mean, to walk a, to walk a fast mile, um, probably what? Six minutes, ten minutes, something like that, just to walk it. Um, but it turns out this gentleman... Oh, so, go ahead. To walk a mile, the average person walks about three miles an hour, so that's twenty okay. a mile in 20 minutes. So, yeah, yeah. if you're walking pretty a mile fast. in 10 minutes, that's pretty, pretty brisk. Okay, so this guy did, like, 14 miles in one hour, so that's pretty quick. But as it turns out, he isn't just a cyclist. He's a true renaissance man, the article says. His world record isn't simply an athletic accomplishment. It's a window into the tale of Robert, 
which can teach all of us a thing or two about living righteously. I have no idea what that is. I'm going to have to Google that. The, the, you know. The Tao, yes. The, the Tao or the Tao of Robert. It, it, just, it just means it's, it's, it's his, since his name is Robert, it's the, the Tao. It's his life philosophy. It's okay. the way of Robert. Okay. So he set this record in St. Quentin and Yevelines or whatever, a town located just east of Paris. I can say Paris. Um, he set the world mark in cycling's 105 and over age group. I think he was the only one in that age group. <laughs> a category created just for him. And why, besides the above, is March into our new sports hero? Well, here's some standout reasons. Cold from the Associated Press, uh, the, the account of his world record. He talks big. After setting his world record, he said that he could have performed better had he not missed a sign telling him that he had 10 minutes left to cycle. Otherwise, I would have gone faster. I would have posted a better time. I'm not tired. The 105-year-old issued an open challenge. I'm now waiting for a, rev a, a rival. Okay. <laughs> so, in other words, he's saying he was bring pacing it on. himself. Yeah, bring yeah. it on. So, um, here is a, a couple of other things. He's very well-rounded. He was born in 1911. Check that out, 1911. He is a former firefighter. He also worked as a truck driver in Venezuela in the 1940s and as a lumberjack in Canada after that. Now, here's my favorite part. part. He only picked up cycling uh, when he was 68 years old. Keep in mind, that was almost 40 years ago. Wow. In 1992, he rode a bicycle from Moscow to Paris at age 81. Now, there's some motivational material for you that's that's pretty cool that sounds like quite the adventure right not yeah and even more so given that you know the guy's 81 years old at the time yeah i you know what i there are some people in this life i look at them and go i wouldn't want to be you on one level but on another level i envy you for example i met a guy a couple years ago that literally uh lived in the woods in lean two shacks he had a tent on occasion um he would come into town um, and he'd come into my office every now and then and ask if he could borrow my phone charger. Uh, he had a cell phone, but he relied on the kindness of strangers just to charge his cell phone. For a living, this guy hunted um, antler sheds. Could make, make pretty nice. good money if you find them. Because I think they're like 30 or, Ches might know this, 30 or $40 a pound, somewhere along that line. Well, you get a big one, you might get 10 or 15 pounds. Um, I could be way off on that, too. And I'm sure Keith might know that too. Keith, uh, Keith, I think is a hunter. I'm not sure. Um, so, but yeah. Um, and I, I looked at this guy and I thought, here's a guy that is off the grid, self-sufficient, outside of the fact that he needs to borrow my charger. <laughs> I thought I kind of envy that guy. But at the same time, you know, I like my running water. Right. Yeah. I I like being able to pull the handle on that thing in my back room. You know. So. I, I get it, and I don't get it at the same time. I ended up buying that gentleman two uh, uh, portable batteries that were rechargeable so he could charge everything up at once when he was charging something, and uh, that way he could take care of his phone that way. So that was my good deed at that time. So anyway, we're getting ready to wrap up the show, Jim. All right. Yeah, so um, hey, for anybody, I found this a couple of weeks back. Uh, What's I don't, that? I, well, I've got this new computer that works great, but I needed Microsoft Word and, and some of the Microsoft uh, programs. 
Uh, my computer didn't come with it because it was a bare-bones system that I had built. KingSoftStore.com has all the programs that work just like the Microsoft Suite. Uh, probably a few different things, but uh, for, for all intents and purposes, it works fantastic. Paul says, Chess doesn't know antlers. Boy, there's a quote. So, yeah. Uh, don't forget to mail me a case of grape knee-high. Take one can out for Paul. Okay. All right. Do they still make grape knee-high? I don't know. You know, I think I've seen it. Within walking distance of my house, just yeah. this past year was, uh, was, was one of the last penny candy stores I've ever heard of. Yeah. And I am pretty sure that they had grape knee high. Oh, okay. All right. And orange knee high. Um but I know I know I've seen them in recent history, so Okay. Well, I'll have to check that out. I will have to check that out. Folks, we are at the end of the hour. We've run over a little bit, but that's okay because when I edit it, I compress a few blank spots down and then I make us talk a little faster to make it fit 58 minutes. So anyway, <laughs> it, it does. It works. Uh, Ches knows all about that because he does that for his show too. Anyway, we will come back next week with more stories and everything. We have had a blast. This has been fun having people interact with us. Um, I've never done this before. We will do it again. So Jim... Um, I will say something, and then I will let you have the final word. Don't forget to add our weekly re reminder, our safety reminder, in that Absolutely. final word. But my prayer is that everybody has a great evening, a great weekend. Spend quality time with the ones you love, especially your kids. You won't regret it, and they won't forget it. That's my personal guarantee based on personal experience. I'm going to cry. Jim, you get the last word. Don't forget to turn on the Amber Alerts on your phone. The life you save may be someone that you know and care about. Take care.